Yo, KT, thanks for your comments about wet weather racing, aquaplaning, and Max Verstappen schooling everybody in the Brazilian Grand Prix earlier this year. This next segment, just for you. Mixed weather today in the UK, some heavy rain in parts, and uh, I mentioned it in one of my earlier segments, prompted KT putting the text comments about aquaplaning and the things that F1 drivers have to deal with in these conditions. Aquaplaning is something I've dealt with um, in racing conditions. It's an extremely frightening experience. I might have touched on this on Anchor before, but I was doing a race at Snetterton once and the rain was so heavy that we were doing a green flag lap just to assess the track conditions. Even behind a safety car, I was losing control in a straight line and I didn't feel comfortable with that at all. Uh, they decided not to start the race, but I'd already made up my mind. If they did, I would defy the organisers, come straight into the pits and not participate in sort of Nicky Lauda 1976 Japanese Grand Prix style E. Wet weather is often credited as being a leveller in Formula One and indeed all forms of motorsport because it gives a chance for the drivers to show who has the greatest skill rather than who has the fastest car beneath them. Now, car setup and car performance does come into it because you've got to have a car underneath you that will perform well in wet conditions versus how it performs in dry conditions. But at the end of the day, it's down to the driver's judgment. It's down to them being able to find traction where no one else can find it. It's down to them being able to judge the level of the grip beneath their butt cheeks just from the inputs of the car. The Brazilian Grand Prix this year was a washout and it gave Max Verstappen a chance to prove that he's as equally good in the wet, if not better, than he's in the dry. Max was out there exploring the track on the unusual lines, which is what you must do in the wet. The thing is, the normal racing line where the cars drive in the dry, they lay down all the rubber from the tyres, and when that becomes wet, it becomes slick. And there is not a lot of grip out there. However, out on the edges of the track where nobody drives, the tarmac is more abrasive there because it hasn't been smoothed out by the cars driving on it. It's also full of rubbish, bits of discarded tyre, little pebbles and rocks, and it's a, a, a grippier surface in the wet because the, the surface hasn't been polished, it hasn't been slickened by the rubber, there's more bite out there. That means it's quite common in these circumstances to see drivers taking the outside line around corners rather than hugging the inside. Young Mr Verstappen showed us what he was made of during that race, passing three cars in one go around turn three and continuing that line throughout the rest of the race to good effect. Other masters of wet weather driving include Jensen Button, Michael Schumacher and of course Ayrton Senna. Driving in the wet favours adaptability over anything else and it often gives those who don't normally have a shot at a podium the time to shine. Gary, Rex over at Maven's Top 3 got a quick question for you. So I live in Oklahoma, right smack dab in the middle, Oklahoma City. I know that about three hours to my south we have the big Texas Motor Speedway. I've driven by that a few times, not not gone to anything there, never even really thought about it. 
But I was driving to go to a restaurant the other day, and I was in a small town heading towards a little town called Choctaw, Oklahoma, and I noticed that there was this dirt track. And so I've got a question for you. What do I Google? What do I look for? Could you, could you do a Google for me and tell me what I should be looking for in Oklahoma, around Oklahoma City, if I want to take my family to see some loud cars going around and making some noise and have a good time? I just don't even know what to look for. See you, brother. Rex, 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 what's going down in Oklahoma City? Thanks for the question. This is going to be quite difficult for me to answer, but I will attempt it. I don't know exactly which restaurant you were going to, but if you were traveling down the I-44, there is a speedway there called I-44 Speedway uh, that I managed to find on Google. They race sprint cars, which are almost like little buggies with big engines. Uh, they don't resemble real cars at all. They're more like sort of go-karts with a big frame around them and um, usually have big wings on the roof as well. If you're familiar with the Outlaw series, we're basically talking those kind of cars plus smaller, less powerful versions. The thing is that dirt track racing is reasonably common form of grassroots motorsports in the United States. And my initial Google for you revealed quite a fair few dirt tracks in and around the Oklahoma City area. I don't know which direction you were headed. Um, so picking out the exact one you saw probably isn't the easiest of tasks. But what I did find was that there was a reasonable variation in what kind of cars raced at these ovals. Uh, unfortunately, most of the websites are HTML coded like it's 1999, um, but some of them are more helpful than others. What I would do is try and identify uh, which type of car you want to see race. So if you want to see a car that looks like a car, something like a late model NASCAR, you know, it has a sedan type body on it. Um, then I would look for late model dirt racing Oklahoma. If you're not bothered and just want to see something go around in a circle, then you can pick literally any of them. And like I say, sprint cars are the sort of space frame wing on the roof for open wheels. Um, they're the ones at the I-44 Speedway, and they will be doubtless racing all the others because they're probably the most popular little vehicles that are going to be on the dirt track circuit. There are various sizes of circuit as well. You have half mile tracks, you have five eighth mile tracks, you have three eighth mile tracks. Um, it's all in the mix, buddy. Um, my expertise, to be honest with you, is on asphalt road racing and formula car production, sedans, sports cars, those kind of things. So I'm a little bit out of my comfort zone answering this question, but hopefully I've managed to extract some kind of information to help you find out what you're looking for. P.S. Texas Motor Speedway is generally regarded as one of the fastest, most daunting and difficult tri-ovals on the NASCAR and IndyCar circuit. So if you do ever get a chance, want to see some spectacular oval action, I wouldn't pass on that one. Hope you're having a great day and enjoy your weekend. Gaza, as the Australians would call you. I think they would call you that. Hey, two things. One, how, how do you feel about Formula E? They just had a race in Brooklyn. I missed it. I'm so bombed. And two, now that I missed the Formula E, what should I do? Where should I go for races? Do the same thing that you did with Rex with me. Please, please, please. Tim Time, thanks for the call in. 
this is going to be super easy for me to answer because first of all I've got massive opinions on Formula E and secondly I know exactly where you can go north of Brooklyn first of all Formula E man I don't like it I hate the damn thing not because it's electric like I'm impervious to whether it's electric or gasoline or methanol or hydrogen I don't care how you power your race car I care that you're racing it Formula E is not a race it is an orchestrated mess by which cars can't compete a race distance without drivers having to get out, do the run around and jump in another car, making themselves look like clowns. The circuits are a joke. They're small, they're tight, they ain't fast, they're like indoor go-kart tracks, despite the fact they are indeed outdoors. But they're so narrow and the cars are so slow that they have to sort of bumper car each other out of the way to get around it's just not my bag at all if formula e was a pure competition whereby the teams involved were given a blank rule book or maybe some sensible restrictions such as you have this much energy in your battery go as fast as you can or something along those lines um i would love it i would think great if everyone's going electric this is the future of motorsport you know i mean i've got um feelings for v8 v10 and v12 gasoline engines of course i have they make an awesome noise but i accept that the world is a changing place and if cars are all going to go electric then motorsport must go electric fine by me i don't care about that and i don't care that producing an electric car wastes as much energy in the factory that the batteries are built as producing and running a gasoline car because i'm not an environmentally conscious kind of fella all i care about is is the racing good is the competition pure and i've got to see formula e the competition is not pure does that mean it can't change no so maybe in a few years time formula e will morph into something that i have a lot more time for i will say right now that the one thing formula e has been doing very well has been marketing the series correctly it's making good use of social media it's making good use of engagement with the correct generation of people that will grow up with it and by the time they're adults with disposable income they'll be the ones that have the audience and the attention unlike formula one who are marketing to people who are ready on their way to the graveyard it has to be said things have started to change with formula one's new management but it's going to take time and it's going to take a long time so formula e media marketing very good they've also got a bunch of good drivers but as a competition i think it sucks where can you go to watch racing just because you missed the formula e in brooklyn well let me start off by saying don't worry the formula e in brooklyn was boring because i watched it on tv and i thought it was a farce so what can you do instead north of new york state you have lime rock park in Connecticut which is one of the most quaint beautiful and charming road courses in all of North America and I recommend that you find out when either the IMSA WeatherTech series or the Lime Rock Historic Festival is taking place and I recommend you go to that circuit for either of those events. Failing that in New York State itself you have Watkins Glen one of the most historic road racing venues uh, in North America as well that has hosted the US Grand Prix before it has a NASCAR road race there every year the IMSA WeatherTech crowd will also go there so this is going to be more likely of a big ticket than Lime Rock Park I don't think it's quite as charming if I had the choice I'd take Lime Rock 
However, there is a lot to be said for Watkins Glen. I'm sure many people would disagree with me and tell you to go down there instead. Hope that answers the question. You got any more? Send them in. If you want some follow-up, let me know. I'll be delighted to assist. Hey Gary, I live in Alabama and I've been to Talladega a couple times. Um, had a lot of fun. I don't honestly know a lot about NASCAR or racing in general, but um, I've been to Talladega. I was just curious, have you been, I know you're in the UK, but have you been down this way to Talladega down here in Alabama? Boogity, 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 let's go race some boys. Sure it's sir, thanks for calling. No, I have not been to Talladega, but yes, I have been to a NASCAR race. I went to the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway back in 2011 when I was trying to get a job as a race engineer for a NASCAR team, something that I did immediately after I finished my university degree. Hopped on a plane as soon as I touched down in Charlotte NC, head on over to the Hertz, rent a car, jumped in a 3.5 litre Dodge Charger, drove myself to Target, bought a GPS programmed in the address of every race shop in town, knocked on doors and said, excuse me, sir, I know about race cars. Do you have a job for me? That was a very cool time in my life. Uh, spent a lot of time driving around uh, the state of North Carolina, generally regarded as NASCAR state, certainly the Charlotte area and Mooresville, North Carolina, where most of the NASCAR teams are based. You also have the Aerodyne Winternal facility in that part of the country. Uh, the nearest I've been to Alabama is probably Georgia because I headed south down through South Carolina and across the border to Atlanta, GA, where I visited the road course, Road Atlanta. My homies on the corner know this story because they're from that part of town. Uh, also got to visit the Paynos Motor Company, who are also based in Atlanta. Uh, I know that's nowhere near Alabama. It's uh, still a few hundred miles away, but... Uh, that's as close as I've got, unfortunately. Talladega is an awesome place. I've watched enough uh, Talladega races on the TV to understand exactly the mystique around that super awesome, super huge, super daunting banked circuit. And it's something I'd like to do. If I get the opportunity, you could sign me up for a ticket. I'd certainly be interested in hearing more of your experience at Talladega. If you want to call in, feel free. Uh, one thing I liked about the Coke 600 was sitting in the stadium, you could see the entire circuit, and I'll never forget the experience on lap one. The cars come whizzing by and they go, and then two seconds later, you just get this wall of air that blasts past in the wake of those 43 stock cars fighting for the same piece of tarmac and uh, nearly knocks you off your feet. To be honest, you've got to be ready for that blast of air, and of course, a little later on the race they all string out and you don't get that effect anymore but certainly an experience I'll treasure and a memory for me to cherish. Thanks again for the question and if you have any more to say about Talladega I'd be very happy to hear it. Gary, I have a question for you. I don't know where this question came from. It just sort of like sprung to mind as I was sitting here in the early hours of Saturday morning. So I just wondered if you had an interest in lawnmower racing. Just that I was happened to partake in a couple of videos on YouTube today. And I'm, I'm also wondering if you could invite your good buddy over there 
Mr. Momak. I've heard he likes lawnmower racing as well. <laughs> oh, no, there is a serious question there. Absolutely. Actually, it looks quite fun. Fat fancy girl myself. What's going down, Simon? Nice to hear you are joined this evening by Muckley, the dog, Dick Dastardly's faithful companion. I have a friend who is a serious go-kart racer and he would certainly describe some of the go-karts that I partake of as lawnmowers, but that's just him and his friendly banter. The truth is, I would consider racing anything. Like, the reason that I enjoy racing is for the competition. I don't really get much from the speed. I mean, the speed, sure, gives me a thrill, it gives me an adrenaline rush, um, but that's not why I do it. You know, I don't do it because of the speed. I do it because I want to beat the other guy. I want to beat the other 30 guys or the other 29 guys and one girl or whatever the field composition is. For me, the very essence of racing is to beat the nearest rival and if you do that by going half a mile an hour faster than they are, I don't care if that occurs at 10.5 versus 10 mph or it occurs at 110 versus 110.5 mph. At the end of the day, I don't think lawnmower racing sounds that much crazier than certain other forms of motorsport. There are guys out there racing Citroen 2CVs. They're only doing that, but doing it for 24 hours as well. I can't imagine spending that amount of time in a Docheveau, let alone testing it to the limit for that amount of time. Thanks for the question, and have a great Saturday. <laughs> what a great way to intro that call-in reply. <laughs> that was hilarious. I do have some stuff to say about Talladega, so... Um, first of all, it's Alabama, you know, we're Southern, we can't help it. Um, so I'm, sh I bet the, the, I mean, I think it's kind of a NASCAR, um, uh, culture period, but especially in Talladega, it is just a Southern, Southern NASCAR, um, experience. And, you know, it was really fun, but, um, Real interesting. And what you were saying about the cars going by and then you feel the wind. So we actually saw a wreck. It wasn't terrible. But what happened is um, the wreck happened. And it was like three, it felt like three minutes later. And all of a sudden a big gust of grass just pelted us in the face. It was crazy. Hey, Sharissa, thanks for calling in with your story about a face full of grass at Talladega Motor Speedway. Doesn't sound too pleasant if I'm honest, but... On the flip side, probably better than having a face full of oil or tire or car body. So glad in a way it wasn't worse than that. As for the whole Southern thing, uh, personally, I find the whole Southern hospitality mentality very charming, very welcoming and uh, very relaxing as well. It's easy to feel a part of the family when you're down south. The food's good, the company's good and the racing is good as well. So. I don't think I'd hesitate to return to that part of the world if I got the chance. Thanks for calling in.